0: Um, but yeah, I guess my brand new gamer computer is fucking haunted. <laughs> Tyler and I literally built it yesterday and then because um, they're inside of it, um, the case is glass on one side and there's a ton of fans with like circus lights going on. It's like they, they, they change color and they oscillate. Um, they like, I don't know, they just kind of rotate and the colors like chase each other. So it's a super bright um I don't know, my computer's like super ridiculously bright, and that's fun during the day, but at night I really don't wanna deal with that, so I stick it in sleep mode. Mm -hmm. Um, but last night um, I'm still getting used to it, so it just like turned on in the middle of the night. It like, it was like three in the morning and it woke me up. Oh no. uh, And I couldn't, I was gonna, you know, boot it back up so I could just put it back into sleep mode and go back to bed. but, I like, the monitor wasn't connected, even though it was plugged in. I have no idea what happened. Um, I just, like, unplugged the monitor, plugged it back in, and then it worked again. And I put it in sleep mode and went to bed. But it was super weird. Um, so, yeah, we built it yesterday, and I guess it's haunted. <laughs> I put, um... I put Adobe on it. Maybe that's what did it.
1: <laughs> yeah, the ghost of, uh, uh... Never mind. I was gonna do a, a joke about, like, whoever made Adobe but, like, I couldn't think of, like, whoever invented Adobe.
0: Oh, yeah, Mr. Adobe? I have no idea either.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, uh John Warnock and Charles Geshke.
0: Did you look it up? Yeah. Wow, what?
1: Charles M. Chuck Geshke.
0: Gornock? What?
1: War Warnock.
0: Warnock. God, one letter off and you're a fucking orc. <laughs> <laughs> when was when was Adobe? When did this happen? Like, what time period was this?
1: Uh, 1982.
0: Oh, I thought it was gonna be something wild like 1387. Like how Nintendo <laughs> has been around, uh, like how Nintendo has been around for like a super long time. Yeah, um, they used to do like card 1387. games. 1387 sure <laughs> they
1: were they were sailing in their ships trying to figure out photoshop as they Yeah, they were trying s- to
0: figure out how to do the best graphic design for their pirate flag or whatever as they
1: sailed east to find more spices
0: yes <laughs> and also anime yeah um but yeah i'm super excited about my sick Wait. New gaming computer It also
1: a- I- and also anime
0: they're <laughs> sailing to the east
1: oh okay i was i was like what does adobe have to do with anime
0: (laughs) everything the entire like animation filmmaking industry is completely like influenced by anime right now you got to go discover anime in order to build photoshop um anime is like the cornerstone of all art right now but you gotta go Um, find (laughs)
1: scrooge mcduck and scrooge mcduck will take you to anime
0: (laughs) yeah 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 he'll he'll influence um osamu tezuka and then anime will be born and then Mm -hmm. you can build photoshop um but yeah my computer actually works and it's really fun to use and it's like easy to use so um i'm really excited for that and hopefully i'll be able to like add cool shit to the channel and start like making videos like i've been wanting and um do more like drawing stuff and like you and I can do video game shit too, so that'll be really, really cool.
1: Yeah. Um, at least like one of us has a working computer, uh, because we would try to record the Sims a few weeks ago and it Christ. just Yeah, <laughs> emphasis on the word tried because like OBS worked fine. Everything seemed OBS to be working was a champ perfectly everything seemed to be working perfectly fine until I stuck the finished video into Premiere. Uh, you earlier told me that you recorded for an hour and a half uh, uh, using, like, screen recording on OBS and stuff. Uh, and it worked beautifully and perfectly fine. Um, I used OBS for an hour and a half, and it just—it it was screaming the entire time. Yeah, uh, it was
0: just chugging. Like, the fucking—the um, playback was just abysmal to watch. It, it moved every, like, fifth frame.
1: Yeah, it wasn't, like— uh. St- it was supposed to be recording at 60 frames per second, but it ended up being, like, one frame per six seconds. It was real bad. Yeah, it was rough and, like, unwatchable, uh, which is very disappointing because we had some very good goofs in there. We had some really good jokes about, uh, about, about like, the Joker and uh, um, uh, You know, the our Huntsler. classic Joker bits. We had some really good jokes about, like, the One Slur we had some like good jokes about uh, Uncle Iro I think might have been in there
0: most likely
1: probably um, but we like, made
0: some yeah. real ugly boys for, yep. for for starters that's like the most important part of that
1: yeah we made some um, really ugly boys who lived in a fuck house and
0: yes they lived in the fuck house but we can revisit them now yeah we can peek in on them because my computer will open up that world for us.
1: Yeah, you, um, you'll you have to do all of the recording stuff, even though I'm the one playing the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, which is unfortunate, but super easy on my part. I literally just have to have it run in the background. That's good. And it exports on its own. Like, as soon as you stop recording, it just puts it in your videos file, and you just, I mean, if you have to, you can change the, um, Uh, settings, or you have to, like, re-export the video as a compatible file. I had to do that earlier, but I'm sure you can change the settings, so that's not the case. Um, But it's super easy. I would not worry about it at all. Um,
1: uh, It's wild. I've, uh, I've been playing, uh, Hitman, because, um, uh, uh, Steam summer sale is going on, uh, and I, I've been really enjoying playing Hitman, but it, it's very—it's become abundantly clear to me that my PC was built for some games, <laughs> <laughs> not all. And Hitman, <laughs> not all. Hitman Twenty Sixteen is not one of those games that it was Ooh, built for. Twenty
0: Sixteen and can't handle a four-year-old game.
1: Yeah, well, it, it's f- like. Every level in Hitman is, like, just a crowded ballroom or something that you have to, like, assassinate a target in. And, like, there's just, like, 50 million, like, NPCs in, like, one room or whatever.
0: Oh, this, and, so they have to just rend, uh, render a bunch of dudes? Yeah,
1: and, like, it, it, it handles it okay. I can play the game reasonably okay, but I cannot, I, I can't, like, do a video of us playing the game. Yeah, Basically. that would
0: probably... Your your computer wouldn't be able to handle that many, like, applications running at the same time, which no, really sucks. No, my...
1: If my computer can't handle The Sims...
0: <laughs> it really can't.
1: It, then it can't handle Hitman 2016, a game with a bunch of, like, characters happening at once, and also murder. Uh. But yeah, it, it like, it also moves at about, a, a, fr- a like, a like a frame a second or so very like, bad it, it, it's not it's, ideal it, it's it chugs it chugs a it bit chugs. it's playable but it's not ideal for uh an action stealth game
0: oh yeah that's true
1: yeah because you have to be like sneaky and stuff and you like you can
0: catch every other frame but you have to be sneaky
1: yeah like i'll be like uh i'll accidentally walk into somewhere i'm not supposed to be and i'll be like okay time to turn around but it'll be like way too late by the time the game registers me turning around. <laughs> it'll be like, huh, all right. Keep that in mind the next go around. It's like it's it, it's like playing a uh, Groundhog Day. Because you have to like, you'll you'll basically you'll do something, and the game will basically fuck up because the computer sucks. And then you're like, well, all right, I'll, lesson learned. Uh, give that one, give that one area a wide berth next time. Yeah, and then write you,
0: that one on my to avoid list.
1: Yeah, and then you, and then you die in a hilarious Bill Murray montage. Uh, and then you, you live, die, repeat, and you wake up, and it's totally. Back to back to square one, and you gotta go right back on... Okay, give that one a wide berth. Oh no, it happened again, but in a different spot. Lesson learned.
0: My computer's bad. My
1: computer's bad. That's the lesson I learned. Get a better computer, Jesse. <laughs>
0: broke asshole.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you broke bitch. Get a better computer, you idiot. You want to get a Shall small me. computer so you can go to college and be comfortable? Pfft. <laughs> idiot
0: absolutely not
1: you fucking dumbass what are you thinking you need
0: you need a battle station (laughs) (laughs) this is that is like actually a much more like accurate term than i was expecting i thought it was like super cringy and then once i got my shit set up i'm like yeah okay (laughs) (laughs)
1: i've
0: got a battle station now i've got a gamer computer yeah it glows different colors of course it's a gamer computer um shall we do the intro we 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 shall do the intro cool um i shall do the intro
1: you shall do the intro
0: (laughs) hello everybody and welcome to best boys podcast a passion project both literally and figuratively
1: nope nope that's deep dive
0: we talk about what we do what do we even do on here <laughs> we haven't talked about projects on best boys in like a
1: year best best boys is our <clears throat> uh a podcast by film students but not just for film students which i'm not i'm not married to as a as an intro but yeah, you, this
0: is a new season actually we can change it
1: that's true yeah we can change it do we want to also have this one be our passion project literally and figuratively
0: I mean, like, it kind of is, but like, no. It
1: is, but in a different direction than deep dive.
0: I agree. It's a different vibe.
1: Yeah, it, the vibes are completely uh, off off kilter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Leo and Jesse figure out their podcast uh, behind yeah. the scenes workshop <laughs> live yeah, on air. But
0: hello everybody and welcome to like
1: we don't play the pandemic
0: man i don't know (laughs) i don't even know if i'm a film student anymore i'm like low-key not going to college right now so yeah and i'm like about.
1: i'm allegedly about to finish college so who knows maybe yeah maybe we're neither of us are film students at this point
0: yeah like i work at a grocery store man i'm just trying to get by doing what i like um
1: i just sit in my house and play hitman all day until my professor and or friends yell at me to do my homework (laughs)
0: well regardless hello everybody and welcome to best boys it's a podcast we're figuring it out it's a podcast and we're figuring it out (laughs) it's a podcast and we're figuring it out uh, that, that's gonna be it I think And also, I'm not your host today It's Jesse What? It's your thing
1: You said, okay you." Yeah. Full disclosure Again, more more peek behind the curtain uh, Leo, you definitely told me Or at least gave me the impression That we were gonna do a whole bit about What? I'm not the host. Oh no, what's going on? Clearly, the
0: intro went in a different direction though, <coughs> when you just like didn't have one, so I elected to cut it.
1: That's fair. I was just not. I was not in the in the know that that's the direction we were going. Uh be so I was still in the mindset of like, alright, time for my cue. What? Oh no. Wait <laughs> Oh yeah, well, you what? can still
0: react, that's fine. <laughs> I don't well, mind if you like react.
1: Well no, it's too late now, so <laughs> we're just gonna have that weird, awkward Huh? What? Alright, anyway, moving on.
0: <laughs> it's a podcast. We're figuring it out.
1: It's a podcast. <laughs>
0: And we're the best at it. <laughs>
1: we're we we sure are.
0: <laughs> it's our podcast, and we'll suck if we
1: want. Yeah, eat <laughs> eat my eat my ass, Joe Rogan. We're <laughs> we're the best at it.
0: Mackle, who?
1: <laughs> Fucking quit. Quit your, quit jobs, your job, old man. Joe
0: Rogan. Um. But this is your episode. This is your this is your creative space. Would yeah. you like to would you like to bring your offerings to the table, I suppose.
1: So here's what's going on. Uh about a year ago now. Jesus, it's been a year. Uh we we did an episode of Best Boys on um uh, a script I was writing for uh my screenwriting class which was tentatively titled Northern Lights. And we joking, I jokingly refer to it as Northern Fights, which is a better and worse name for it.
0: Yeah, it's two different vibes that are both good and bad, I think.
1: Um, but it was a, a superhero rom-com road trip movie about a superhero and a supervillain uh, falling in love on a road trip together, uh, and it was it was very silly and cute, and it was mostly just me pitching the movie to Leo. Uh, this episode is going to be in a similar vein, but also different, because I've scrapped Northern Lights. We're done. Oh, it we're, no. we're, we're throwing it away. But the characters live on, because- No, it's okay.
0: I do that all the time.
1: <clears throat> because I've decided that that wasn't the direction I really wanted to go with, and also I, I think the characters needed some retooling. Uh, we're we're gonna be talking a bit in this episode, I think, about, uh, a very older, much older iteration of this entire superhero cinematic universe that I have created in my mind's eye for the past, like, uh, almost a decade now. Cool. Um, mm, some of it uh, is is not aged super well. Uh, Ah, but that's
0: what, that's what fresh eyes are for. Yeah. That's That's what future Jesse is for.
1: Exactly. So, um... uh, Originally, the the idea for Northern Lights was it was gonna be a rom-com between Amy, who is a superhero, and she has, like, rainbow hair and also, like, rainbow, like, light energy constructs, like Green Lantern kind of powers, but without the ring. Um and, uh, the supervillain Maggie, uh, who had, like, a super sneeze power, uh, and it, it's worth noting that, that from, from a much very, very, very old draft from, like, when I was in high school and working on this with, uh, a friend at the time, uh, In doing some some digging into... I've been doing a lot of digging through old uh, Google Docs files, uh, trying to get ideas for characters for this new uh, series that I'm going to be workshopping today. This is a workshop episode. Cool. Uh, I I, I discovered... I remembered, rather, that uh, Maggie was originally a very different character. She was going to be a superhero who was a part of a like a romance subplot in a series i pitched way back when uh when i was in high school and very angsty and edgy uh and it was going to be like a you know in a in a town that's that's locked down by the government because of the high crime and whatever and you know a, a group of heroes will 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 rise against the oppressive regime or whatever and it's like Hasn't aged super well in in light of us all being locked inside our houses and stuff. That's Uh, a very good point. (laughs) But also, like, it's very, like, it had a very angsty, edgy, like, teenage high school. I don't know how the government works. <laughs> kind of thing going on.
0: There there is that. There is that kind of undertone
1: of like, yeah, sure. Oh yeah, there's a
0: lot of crime here. We're locking that shit down.
1: Oh, oh, there's a lot of crime in this one city. Uh there there's a lot of crime in Seattle. Let's just like put a wall around Seattle. No one in or out. Bye um, bye Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, very much stolen Uh, wholesale from uh um the two different video games (laughs) (laughs) uh it was stolen from infamous which is a different superhero game and batman arkham city which is also a superhero game (laughs) you have
0: influences there's nothing wrong with that
1: i mean it's something wrong with it when it's like not like I'm not being influenced in a creative way And I'm just being like that's a cool idea I'm gonna steal that
0: I'm just taking it now I'm just taking it and not changing
1: it And doing anything unique with it
0: There's something to be said about Just regurgitating an idea Without really synthesizing it as your own And I like I really believe that that's important In like making art Mm -hmm. Obviously there's no right way of making art But like I feel like you gotta add something to it I feel like it's I feel like you gotta like you know
1: Put a spin on on
0: it. Yeah, like, add something new to the conversation, or else, like, why are you doing it? Like, it just seems kind of lazy at that point.
1: We- we- we'll probably cut this. Maggie was originally intended to be a superhero, but she was also supposed to be basically a personified manifestation of my- (coughs) kink, (laughs) because her powers are I- (coughs) people. (laughs) Oh.
0: (gasps) That's pretty on the nose.
1: Yeah, it's, like, super- And also, like, her name is Maggie Masterson, because one, uh, alliterative superhero names, and two, Master, uh, Sex, you know?
0: Oh, Uh, yeah. The uh, Sex.
1: So that, that went to the wayside, um, and she eventually just became uh, a supervillain with sneezing powers, and I was never really, like, really invested in her, uh, so I swapped her And also, I I could never really nail down, like, her aesthetic. With Amy, I could, like, very easily be like, yeah, she's got rainbow hair and, like, bright, like, pink eyes. Like, she's, you know, very, like, a colorful, you know, character. Uh, With Maggie, she's just like, uh, I don't know, she looks edgy, I guess, because she's a villain, but I don't have anything really in mind for her. She's just edgy. What more do you want? She just looks edgy. Um, so I've swapped out with a a different character who I think I have developed a lot better in my head, uh, who is Ash. Ash, Ash's thing is that she has, like, cartoon powers, so she functions like a, like a, like a freakazoid, or like a, uh, a Roger Rabbit of sorts, where she just, you know, she can pull, like, a hammer from behind her back, or, like, she'll, you know throw a stick of dynamite at an enemy and it blows up in their face and leaves a bunch of soot everywhere or whatever she,
0: can she conjure holes
1: uh yeah she could conjure holes that's the most uh, important could...
0: looney tune trick is conjuring i was holes. gonna i was
1: gonna say the most important looney tunes trick is uh walking off like a, a skyscraper and not looking down and continuing to walk uh, until you look down and then immediately plummeting to your death
0: i don't know which one i put above the other because that one is also good
1: or also like running in place for a bit and then running incredibly fast forward
0: oh yeah with, with uh, the accompanying like blah, 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 like uh, sound
1: effects <laughs> yeah. yeah the sound effect that is impossible to replicate <laughs> with the human mouth
0: yeah which is supposedly done with the balloon do you know if that's true
1: I don't, I don't know how that sound is like created, uh, but I, I guess I believe it. I always assumed it was like a, a, a bongo or something.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah.
1: Or just like, a, um, I don't know, just something to that effect. Maybe like a, a shoe on a table or something.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm leaning bongo, maybe bongo and balloon. And shoe on a table. <laughs> a Foley department. It, it's a Foley department. It's not one object.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, obviously, it's a full, like, uh... It's a team I mean, but of it was people. Also, but also, it was Hanna-Barbera who was, like, making it, so maybe it was just, like, one guy and a set of bongos. That's
0: true, yeah. It's one guy with <laughs> <and> multiple
1: <laughs> objects. It's it's one guy with a, bon- with a single bongo and, like, a ham sandwich that he uses to hit the bongo with.
0: Oh, that sounds just... Horrific. That sounds like the worst noise. It sounds like a wet bongo hit.
1: Someone would some would argue that the uh, sound of someone running in place and then zooming off is the worst.
0: Maybe not wet, but definitely like soft, like a weirdly it's, soft
1: like bongo. Cat. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> so e- either way, uh, I recently uh, the the reason i am currently pitching this uh the current title for the show is girlfriend enemies um working title not married to it uh but it's the the idea is it's uh two women are dating and over time they start to realize oh wait a minute I'm a superhero, and that person that I'm dating is definitely my archenemy supervillain. Oh, that's what cool. What are we going to do about this? I like that. Um, that's a
0: fun premise.
1: And there's, like, some fun kind of uh, dynamics you can play around there. I'm not sure if it's going to be, like, a TV show or a comic series. I'm leaning towards comic because with a comic, you basically have, like, an unlimited budget for, like, special effects and whatever. That's true, It's just yeah. like, sure, you could draw, like, the alien conqueror galactus and whatever um sure why not where in the movie it just becomes like a big cloud of smoke that like comes to eat the planet yeah that's
0: true (laughs) like they have no budget for like the character design so they're like well it's a cloud
1: (laughs) yeah we don't want to make this big purple tuning fork man so we're just gonna make a big cloud Because that's more believable. It's it's it, it it's more believable and realistic than a big purple tooting fork man to come eat the earth. <laughs> a big cloud that also gobbles up the earth that has a big face in it. There's also... It's more believable.
0: There's also, you could do, like, an animated series, kind of for a similar reason when it comes to, like, special effects budget, but also animating's mm-hmm. hard and it needs more people.
1: <laughs> Animating hard and it needs more people, you're absolutely right. And also... You, you have to like with a project like this uh with like not to be too real but with, like with lesbian main characters and stuff uh you're gonna have to like you know find someone who's like relatively cool to like uh give you the go ahead on this project yeah a lot of and, it, and uh... it's becoming like easier and easier i suppose like with netflix and stuff and she uh and like Adult Swim is like usually chill about gay stuff and whatever yeah. but also like I I don't know I'm not really feeling an Adult Swim vibe from this and Netflix I have kind of mixed feelings on as a company yeah I
0: agree uh, I, I totally agree there's um Laverne Cox apparently has a documentary about like trans representation in media and it seems like a really mm-hmm. good documentary I just am torn by the fact that it's on Netflix cause you're right I have yeah. I have conflicting feelings about that company as well like, um, it
1: makes sense for it to be on Netflix because Laverne Cox got her, it really got her breakthrough on Orange is the New Black, which is a Netflix series, but also... That's a good point. But also, yeah, Netflix is kind of, mm, I don't know. There, there's something about them. And also, aren't they, are they still, like, $50 million in debt? Or is that over? Oh, yeah, that I don't was know. a thing. That was definitely a thing for a bit. I don't know if it still is. Uh... But either way, girlfriend uh, I Enemies, w- I recently watched uh, uh, a, v- a two-hour-long video essay. It's very lengthy, uh, but it's very, very good. Uh, it's by a guy on YouTube called B-Mask, uh, who I really enjoy, highly recommend. Uh, and uh, it's a video essay on the Fantastic Four and, like, the the history of the characters in the comics and how Stanley and Jack Kirby made these characters who, you know, are really different from, like, what superheroes were at the time, because, you know, Superman and Batman and, like, characters like that were very, very boring back then. (laughs) Like, they had basically no character outside of, I am a hero, and I am good, and I will save the day. Yeah, I was gonna say, like,
0: the the personality trait is, I will save the day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and, like, Batman, you know, more so, uh, because he's got that edgy, you know, bearding whatever. But also, like a lot of comics from like the '50s and '60s, were very heavily, you know, there was so much exposition because uh, the thought the thought bubble is not much of a thing anymore. Uh, but be- mostly because in the '50s and '60s, it was just your go-to. Oh well i can use my x-ray vision to see through the wall and i can detect that this person is actually a, a liar and a bad person and i'm going to but i'm not going to i could easily break through the wall and it's just like a wall of text <laughs> in a singular like cloud thought bubble that's just like it's so much it's like why are you talking to yourself clark you're <laughs> clark you're just, just like, do it clark come on man you're <laughs> you're just talking to yourself in this alley, staring up at the, the villain. Just go beat the villain, Yeah, man. like, he's
0: just been staring up at him for, like, five minutes, thinking about his plan so the audience can, like, quote, hear it.
1: Yeah, but, like... don't worry, uh, audience,
0: I will recount my thoughts.
1: <laughs> the Fantastic Four was wildly different because it was a group of characters who... Uh, they were all, like, friends and family members and whatever, but they also bickered a lot and they felt they fell around at the drop of a hat like they just started like arguing and bickering and the human torch and the thing had this weird like prank off rivalry uh and like uh reed richards is like an arrogant prick and (laughs) sue is married to him and also has this like annoying obnoxious dumb brother who turns himself on fire and whatever So, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, just, you know, interesting character dynamics going on. And then also, you know, here comes, again, Purple Tuning Fork Man who's gonna come eat the earth. Oh, no, we need to stop him.
0: You still get the Uh, fun action and adventure while getting, like, characters that feel more... They're more ridiculous, but also more human.
1: Really, yeah, really human, very interesting character dynamics. And also just, like what i love about comic books is that like in a movie you have a very limited suspension of disbelief uh because you know the special effects maybe aren't all together or maybe the acting is a little hokey or maybe you're you're looking at iron man in you know captain america or whatever and it's just robert downey jr's head just floating very obviously, like, cropped out of a green screen or whatever, just floating around where the Iron Man armor should be, and it's, like, kind of noticeable that it's not a very good effect. <laughs> uh, and, and stuff like that, and, you know, with TV shows, it's even a less budget. That's true, yeah. Um, but with, uh, with a comic, you know, it's just, like, you have, like, you know, a, a silver alien man who's like completely chrome and shiny and he flies around space on a surfboard and his name is norin rad and like you're just like yeah sure why not like you might as well <laughs> you know like su- comic books and especially superhero comics can just be as ridiculous and stupid as they want and the i beg your pardon <laughs> my phone buzz sorry oh okay i think my mic <laughs> picked
0: it up that was weird
1: yeah, I just, I just heard, rrr, rrr, and I was like, is Ned good? Oh no,
0: yeah, that was like a vibration on my desk. No, that wasn't, yeah, Ned's napping, he's fine, he's being very sweet. Oh good, good. Here, I'll send you a picture actually.
1: Oh wonderful. Um, But I, I really like was inspired by like the, the really interesting like character, like growth and emotions behind the characters and the relationships between the characters and even the relationships between the heroes and the villains, because Dr. Doom, who is, you know, the poster villain for, you know, Marvel as a company, like, he's basically their Joker, like, he's everyone, whenever you think about Marvel villains, Dr. Doom is, like, one of the first people that comes to mind often, um, and for a good reason, because he's great, but also he has this, like, very interesting you know, relationship with the, uh, you know, with the Fantastic Four, and he's not always the villain. Like, he helped, uh, uh, he helped, like, uh, um, uh, Sue Storm give birth one time, and, uh- I feel
0: like I knew that for some reason. I feel like that was something, that was, like, a tidbit that
1: I was aware of. <laughs> because, like, he is a doctor, and they just needed, like, a guy- who could, like, help carry this child who was born, who was, like, conceived in another universe or whatever. And then he decided, you know what? I'm gonna name the kid because, uh, that's the deal I'm making. And I named the, the child Four... Doom. Well, the, he actually says, look, I'm not gonna name the kid, I'm not gonna name her, like, Duma or something. I'm not crass and stupid. <laughs> uh <laughs> duma. that's actually that's hilarious duma uh and it's like he's a very like interesting character and he's like kind of sympathetic in a way because he just he just thinks he's like better than everyone else like it, it's as simple as that he just thinks himself to be kind of a god and in a way he kind of is uh there's one comic that uh he t- he talks about in the video where it's a guy it's it's some like evil alien dictator or whatever comes to earth with his apprentice and uh he you know threatens the fantastic four and whatever it's like i'm gonna kill the family (laughs) i'm evil and dr doom shows up and is like hmm i'm gonna stop you because uh you're destroying the world that i want to take over and the the guy the evil alien guy just beats the shit out of doom and takes him, like, into the distant past, into, like, the dinosaur age, and just drops him there, and is like, you're gonna die here, bye. And goes back to the future, and, like, uh, you know, beats up the Fantastic Four a bit. And then the Apprentice kills the the alien dictator, and he reveals himself to be Doctor Doom, who inexplicably survived... <laughs> literal millions of years on like sheer determination and grit just to get back at this dude he
0: was like he's just a guy right
1: like he's just a guy in a metal plate he's completely mortal but he's just so resilient and so petty
0: (laughs) that's so funny he's just a huge dick
1: he's just so petty and so like don't forget his birthday or else
0: (laughs) That's super funny, he's like, this is my world to destroy, I will kill you.
1: (laughs) I love him, I I love it so much, and I want to do something, like, kind of similar with, like, very interesting, like, you know, character stuff and relationships and stuff, um, with, you know, uh, this interesting sort of love relationship between these two characters who, unbeknownst to one another at first, are a superhero and a supervillain, um, is
0: the audience aware of this fact at first? The
1: audience is aware, nice. uh, right off the bat. I mean, the title, of the the series That's currently true. is girl, girlfriend of me. That's true. Um. And uh, I I have an idea for a scene. Uh, there there's a, a moment in Batman Returns, which isn't a great movie. Uh, because it's you know very Tim Burton. It, it's too Tim Burton for its own good. It's just a lot of like. It's a bunch of clown men, and one of them is like, sets himself on fire or whatever. And like, Batman drops a tank on him, and the penguin was raised by literal penguins, and he eats raw fish, and he's just this yucky, awful Danny DeVito man.
0: <laughs> was this. Was this the one with.
1: Michael Keaton? Yeah,
0: that's what I thought.
1: Yeah. I, th- um, I, I
0: am I am familiar with this one. I'm familiar with the terrible Danny DeVito penguin man that eats raw fish.
1: And was literally like his parents were like, he's so ugly and they drop him into a river and the river leads him under the Gotham City zoo in which he is like taken in and raced by the penguins at the zoo.
0: <laughs> they didn't just like discover this fully grown man like living in the penguin enclosure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's living in the sewer under the penguin <laughs> enclosure, which the penguins, for some reason, have access to. Yeah, they
0: just like hop down there and they're like, "What's up, son? How you been?" And he's what, just like,
1: "What's up, son? We're racing." And you. he's just
0: like, like, "In the corner, <laughs>
1: on all fours." I'm to kill. I'm gonna kill Christopher Walken, who is literally named Max Shrek. No,
0: he, no, the penguins go down into the sewer and then they don't find anybody because the baby definitely would have died anyway. <laughs>
1: you would think. No, he just survived for like 30 or 40 years off raw fish. A determination and anger that he could kill his master someday that's, then get his revenge for abandoning him in the distant past
0: it's insanity that there are so many fucking um villains that's like yeah i have no power i just ball super hard and i like give a shit about my own life <laughs> like <laughs> it's sheer grit it's sheer determination
1: well i mean that's all that's most batman villains ultimately because then there's like the riddler whose entire thing is just like I'm just gonna annoy the fuck out of people. I'm just gonna leave like question mark boxes and like shoot a missile into the sky that writes a riddle in smoke. And the riddle is just some nonsense about like, what's 10 ounces and sits in a tree and is very dangerous. And the answer is a a sparrow with a machine gun. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) alright. Like, just the most, like, riddle-me-piss garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Riddle-me-piss! But, like, I, um, God, where was I going? Oh, oh, there's a scene in Batman Returns where he's, where Bruce Wayne is dancing with Selena Kyle at a ball, and they're flirting with each other, and they've had encounters with one another as Batman and Catwoman. And, uh, (laughs) Selina, like, you know they they kiss each other and Selena looks up and they see a mistletoe, uh because it's you know Christmas time, uh and she says oh mistletoe you know it's really it's really deadly if you eat it, and Bruce uh says something that Catwoman said to him under the same like uh kind of circumstances and says uh but a kiss is even deadlier if you mean it, and they like look at each other and they realize wait a minute, you're definitely Batman. And you're definitely Catwoman. And they, like, get really close to each other. And, like, Selena has, like, tears in her eyes. And she just goes, oh, my God. does Do we have to, like, fight now? Oh, no. What are we going to do? And it's, like, this heartbreaking kind of moment of realization. They're in public. They can't do anything about this uh, without the chance of, like, outing each other as, like, one a vigilante and the other like a known criminal yeah so there's like nothing they can do about this like uh you know revelation and it's you know an emotional gut punch and i kind of want to do something similar where they're just like at dinner or something in a restaurant and like right as they start to connect the dots like uh the waiter comes up and is like hi you ready to order and they just have to like bury their feelings for a second and just be like um yeah I'll have the Caesar uh salad, please. Yeah, uh I'll have the uh, super
0: salad, I guess. Go,
1: go go easy on the croutons, if you would please.
0: What's wrong with croutons?
1: I don't like croutons. Oh. Too crunchy. Not a fan.
0: Oh, you personally, okay. I thought there was no, like an no, emotional yeah, reason just, for the character just... to not want croutons. I'm like, what happened with the croutons?
1: No, croutons isn't like a relevant plot point. <laughs> I don't think. There's I mean gotta maybe be. it is I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe you know. This is a workshop episode. You know. Uh, maybe there be- there becomes a great idea for a crouton subplot.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe, just maybe like... Amy
1: needs to run to the store because they're out of croutons and she notices a crime happening, or something. I don't know.
0: They have like a. <laughs> that would be funny. They have like a like a dinner party that they're hosting and it's like, oh shit, I forgot croutons. I'll be right back. The store is right there. I have to grab this thing anyway. And then Mm -hmm. crime happens and then dot, dot, dot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's exactly the problem I've been having is I have like specific, like kind of scenes in mind. Like I want there to be, you know, a a Batman return style scene where they realize each other in a public setting and they can't do anything about it, but just like, kind of like talk it out quietly when no one's around as best as they can. Yeah. Uh, And I have an idea for, like, um, I have kind of an idea for, like, they, uh, Amy is drafted into, like, a sort of this in-universe, like, Justice League kind of situation, which turns out to be, like, which turns out to be, like, you know, corrupt from the inside, and, like, uh, I don't have any, like, specifics on why they're corrupt. I just think it would be wouldn't it be interesting if the justice league was a bunch of like bad guys
0: um maybe they're staging crime to make themselves look good yeah kind of a syndrome
1: situation
0: yeah for like you know sponsor deals or whatever just to be dicks
1: yeah like um uh yeah that. That, that could be, be, be an interesting
0: that could be an interesting world building element. Like, you know, if, you, if you're if you a superhero and you do enough like good deeds or whatever, you get sponsors like people will like, you know, it's like a Patreon for your heroic deeds so you can quit your day job <laughs> and keep doing your thing yeah
1: that's interesting i like that i like the idea of a patreon for superheroes
0: yeah like there there's like smaller smaller scale heroes that'll set up patreons and stuff but there will be like larger scale ones with like corporate sponsors and shit like that and like maybe their uniform or like their superhero costume is like you know influenced by the company that you know sponsors them like there's a coke superhero kind of or like
1: you know that's actually that's actually kind of uh a a thing in the movie mystery men which is uh, a ben stiller comedy from the 90s oh great uh, about superheroes it's actually pretty good from memory Uh, it's actually pretty good some parts of it haven't aged super well because it's the 90s uh but like they're uh, from memory it's like pretty good and like there's some good jokes and like world building and stuff and like the villain of the movie is like a known like famous superhero who has a bunch of sponsors and en- not enough crime is happening uh uh to like keep those sponsors in line and his like i think his cape is just like a bunch of like you know brand stickers he's like a nascar you know, racer, like, just covered in different brands.
0: Yeah, that reminds Uh, me of, um, that reminds me of the guy... Uh, there's a, like a Pokemon trainer, in the newest one who ha- wears a cape and it's covered in like Pokemon sponsorship patches. It's pretty funny. <laughs> that reminds me of that. Uh, Leon, his name's Leon. He's got a he's got a big old cape covered in like patches of Pokemon sponsorships.
1: Oh yeah, I know Leon. And then uh, Taco shows up and tries to put his coin in the slot, and Leon gets really annoyed at him about yeah, it. Yeah, that's I the know same, Leon.
0: It's the same piece of media.
1: <laughs> the very same one. Um, just as a, a, uh, a tangent sort of about, like, the, the Justice League in this universe, uh, I've had a lot of fun making up, like, fake, uh, Justice League characters. Oh, that's fun. So, like, uh, Superman, for example, uh, he is, in this universe, I have him down, you know, Superman is, like, you know, this all-American, you know, character sort of situation, uh, I have him down here as this version of him is Australian. Oh, that's fun. And his name is the first-rate mate.
0: <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. That's so dumb.
1: It's so dumb. And his name, you know, Clark Kent. It's that good, like, alliteration. Clark Kent, Clancy Copper.
0: Nice. Okay. I like that.
1: <laughs> is it? It's better than first-rate mate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Today, day, mate. It's me. G'day, I'm gonna save I'm this the, kangaroo. I'm the first.
1: I'm the first, right, mate? I'm gonna stop this here crime from happening.
0: I'm gonna save this baby kangaroo from uh
1: the. the, the I don't know. I'm gonna drop a crocodile on the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna feed this guy to a, a pack of angry wallabies. I don't know a whole
0: lot about Australia. I just know that I don't really like koalas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just shit everywhere and they have chlamydia really Yeah, they're bad, terrible That's all I know they're about te- it.
0: They're terrible animals. They're riddled with chlamydia.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. And, like, uh, um. There was definitely, like, another. Like, idea I had. Oh, I had an idea for a character who's sort of like a Danny Phantom type character. But, like, uh when when he turns into his like ghost form instead of turning into like just him but like with white hair and green eyes and whatever he like dies and has to
0: leave his corpse
1: (laughs) i kind of think it would be more interesting if like his ghost form is like just a horrifying like eldritch nightmare like uh did you ever watch ben 10 as a kid
0: I didn't. I was exposed to it through cultural osmosis and uh, a friend of mine growing up. But like, I didn't. I didn't really watch it myself.
1: There's uh, a, a plot point at one point in uh, uh, Ben Ten is one of his aliens that he can turn into a uh, ghost freak. It's just like a standard looking like ghost. But at one point, ghost freak, uh, like, I guess defects. And, like, leaves the watch, and, like, him, and becomes, like, a recurring villain for him, and he takes on this way creepier, uglier form, uh, that I just sent you, like, a picture of. He's fucking horrifying. Ooh, yeah,
0: that's really upsetting.
1: And I kind of think it would be interesting to have, like, just this, you know, you know, average, you know, you know, kind of, you know, undead teenager... (laughs) or whatever you know instead of just turning into like the same character but like oh with minor cosmetic differences just turn into this like he's got an upside down skull with yeah, one I eye that. and he's got terrifying. like his like ribs are exposed under the like ghost skin weirdly enough. and there's like tentacles and sharp claws he's just really yucky
0: yeah he's horrible
1: He's like very like disturbing. Uh, I'm going for ghost. A children's <laughs> show, yeah. Going ghost. <laughs>
0: it's like terrible creature noises.
1: Yeah, just like the absolute worst to look at. Side note, um, it would be
0: really fun to do into, into to get into doing like creature sound effects and like creature voiceover work. Just like get, yeah, get paid to sit in a booth and go like for like hours. I know the there's new more Frank to it. Welker. I know there's more to it. I know it's yeah. like hard. Um, clearly, I can't do it. Um, <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I always really wanted to be like a, a foley person. Honestly, like yeah, when I that'd first, be cool. I took a, a tour of uh, FSU's film school before I realized that there was no way I was gonna get in because it's so competitive and like high stakes and whatever. Uh, but like they they showed us uh, the foley room and like there's just like a, a a square you know like uh indent in the floor and the indent is like full of rocks and like little river stones and whatever just for like you know stepping on to create that kind of crunchy stepping on rocks
0: sound oh that's fucking awesome or you could just go on location and record there
1: nah (laughs) huh nah because sometimes like you know a, a plane might be flying over and it's a period piece or like there's too much you know animal chittering where there doesn't need to be animal chittering or whatever i'm
0: just bitter that my school doesn't have a foley room
1: no that's fair yeah but like
0: also i get authentic foley just for the (laughs) weird.
1: i remember i also once watched uh um like the behind the scenes for cloudy with a chance of meatballs and they showed like the the foley uh department and whatever uh oh and they they also i also watched uh the rugrats movies foley work this is a completely tangential uh but like uh there was I was watching the Rugrats behind the scenes and they were showing the Foley department it's raining now uh I think I heard and, something
0: Did, was that thunder
1: uh it's I think it's just rain hitting the roof
0: oh alright mind.
1: um but like uh they just like uh got like a really really old squeaky like tricycle uh and they they said like the older the object is like the better like and more like cool and crunchy the sound is oh you yeah. know because it's like way more outdated and way more broken down and like you just get some really good sounds out of it for like weird different stuff and i was like Ooh, i wish i could have access to foley stuff like just going through junkyards and like Old oh, like cool. closet rooms and whatever, and just grabbing like an old tricycle. All right, I have a project coming up where I need like a, a a you know crappy bike sound or something. Sure, that'll work.
0: Doing sound research is really fun, and I feel like having that as like a career position would be very very interesting. Uh-oh.
1: Um, but yeah. Anyway, back to girlfriend of <laughs> <laughs> Um, my mind is all over the place. I have, like, ideas for, like, uh, supporting characters and stuff. Um, like, I-, I have an idea sort of, like, a-, a little bit what we were talking about with, uh, uh, like, heroes and villains having, like, kind of sponsorships going on. Yeah. Of, like, heroes and villains having, like, supervisors and organizers because like
0: they have like managers that sucks
1: (laughs) basically so like you know basically like a a, you know a hero you know they're like all right well who's available uh well you know superman just uh you know took time off you know he's having pto uh you know uh, batman's having date night all right wonder woman uh you're available oh you're calling out sick all right fine, Green Lantern, come on in, you know? They have, like, like, shifts. Yeah, basically. I kind of like that idea, but I also, uh, back in the day when I was, uh, first, like, pitching a superhero series, I had an idea for a character named Lara, and her thing was she was, like, the manager for the superheroes, but also she, uh, kind of fumbled her way into it. It was kind of a, a, a designated survivor situation where, like, Everyone else in the department, like, quit or got fired or died or went missing or uh, had some sort of scandal happen or something. And she was the only one left and she was just, like, the file clerk or whatever. (laughs) And so she just had suddenly all of the responsibility in in the, you know, jurisdiction and whatever... And she's just, like, this walking ball of anxiety of just, like, oh, God, if I make the wrong choice, so many people are gonna die.
0: Holy shit, that's so sad.
1: Like, just this, like, walking anxiety attack uh, of a person. And I I, I really... She, has,
0: she should have an arc where she's like, no, I am fucking competent and I know what I'm doing. like No, I, yeah, I like, I definitely, her, like... Yeah.
1: I, I definitely, like, uh back, back when I, I was trying to come up with an idea for for that previous series I was working on uh, which went through like so many the reason I, I keep saying that series instead of like the name is because we never really settled on a name for it we kept changing it like midway through of like uh, the abilities is like so vague what if we called it like POWERS and then we stick with POWERS with like you know all capital letters on POW because like a POW sound and then ERS So it's Powers, but Powers. And then we realized, no, that's stupid. Let's just name it after... I was gonna say, that sucks, Jesse. And we're like, no, this is fucking stupid. Let's just name it after the town. And we named it after the town it was set in. But then that kept changing. Oh, God. Where that was set... It just became abysmal to work on. So that's why I keep referring to it as that show. That's hilarious.
0: Uh, (laughs) I was wondering if you were being like, like... I don't know, derisive, being, like, shitty towards your previous creation, but I think it's funny that you literally just don't have a name for
1: it. And we never really had, like, a consistent name for it, (laughs) because it was just (gasps) constantly, ever-changing. We definitely, like, had, uh, like, B-plots in mind for, like, fun stories for Lara to play with, of, like, um, I had an idea for her and, like, a different character. I think it might have been Ash... Uh, for them to, like, go on, like, a golf-like friend date to, like, try and get her mind off work, and she just kind of sucks at golf and keeps getting frustrated and, like, tense.
0: Oh, no. While
1: trying to unwind playing putt-putt or whatever.
0: Is it, like, (laughs) mini-golf?
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. Um... I had another idea for an episode where they were like going to be stuck in an elevator while like all, while like the big like action finale, season finale was like going down. And she's just like, God, I need to be out there. There's no cell reception in this elevator. We're stuck in here. <laughs> this poor I hate character.
0: This. I want Laura to be happy and relaxed so badly. <laughs> Can I, I smoke her look- out? Can I smoke Laura out? <laughs> she needs it.
1: But then like also. Her brother, uh, is, uh, I had, I had it down that her brother was, like, the, uh, like, the, had basically the same position of, like, organizing and managing for the supervillains. So there's, like, kind of an interesting, like, family kind of dynamic there of, like, they're, like, on decent terms, and they, like, you know, they talk, because, you know, they, they have to, and whatever, their family, I mean, you don't have to talk to family, but, like, you know, if some people think they do yeah uh and like so it's just kind of this weird kind of tense like they love each other but also like come on man can you just get with the program and like chill and not work with superheroes and or villains depending on which character is saying this yeah <laughs> um so there, there's like i don't know i i feel like there's some fun ideas there and there's definitely like i feel like some good ideas from that show yeah <laughs> that, like, uh, can be kind of, like, vultured away with, like, you know, uh, and given some TLC and, uh, made into something, like, cool and new and good and interesting. Oh,
0: yeah, I love recycling shit, because, like, you definitely can pick and choose stuff that you enjoyed about work that you've done previously, but, like, you know, not everything that you make ages well, and, like, that's okay. No, for sure. That's okay, just, like, pick around it, you know, cut off the, cut off the bit and eat the rest.
1: Um, the problem is that I, I don't know necessarily what parts I want to keep for, like, you know, bring into this project in, into Girlfriend Enemies and which ones I want to keep but put into a different, you know, separate project. There um, are things
0: that you can use for both. You just have to change it both times. You just have to make it yeah. work for, for what you're doing at the time. Depending. I'm sure there's, like, mm-hmm. situations where that would be harder, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. You can adapt like fucking anything. And these are all your ideas. This isn't like mm-hmm. you it's not like you're like ripping off like, I don't know, Princess and the Frog or like I don't know, you're not straight up ripping off a a movie that's already out. You're ripping off stuff that you did in high school that you never really did anything with. So like Which ooh. was
1: all partially rip-offs of different uh characters and IPs and stuff.
0: Which is what literally everything on the planet is. Art yeah, doesn't exist I... in a vacuum.
1: There's that idea that, like, there's only, like, six or seven, like, actual stories, and we just keep recycling them and putting them with, like, different names and aesthetics and genres and whatever. Uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I don't, I don't agree I don't with that, number, that
0: number, is... number, for sure, but there's, I like...
1: definitely think there's, like, a, a, a much bigger number than, like, seven. Yeah. But, like, it boiled down to, like, the bare components of, like, a guy who saves a princess or whatever or, like, you know, stuff like that, of, like, just very boiled-down bare-bones, like, I mean, yeah, if you want to go, like, that far, sure, maybe there is only seven stories, because, like, there's, you know, only, if like... If you want to be incredibly there, cynical
0: about it, sure. Yeah, if,
1: if you want to be incredibly cynical about it, uh, sure, I guess most stories do feature a guy who go, who does a thing, and they are on the thing, he meets people. So I guess, yeah, maybe there are only seven stories. But also, because... that's the
0: story of me going to the fucking grocery store. So maybe you're just generalizing and yeah. boiling it down a ton.
1: <laughs> yeah, tell me, which one of the seven stories is uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle? <laughs> which one of the seven stories is that one? Is it is it the one that, like, uh, you know, turned into the Odyssey or whatever? Have you heard of Uno
0: the movie... Or like Uno the film, or something like that. It's a
1: rooster. Oh, it's a rooster. Oh, on rooster Teeth. Okay. Yeah. So here, here's the very sad, cynical part of me was like. I mean, yeah, it sounds about right. I guess. No,
0: they didn't actually make a fucking Uno movie.
1: <laughs> well, because like they're they're making a Tetris movie trilogy, so I was like, hey, might as well like guess no, while yeah. we're on the subject.
0: Yeah, if you if you're gonna be that cynical and be like, oh yeah, there's only seven stories. Okay, what's Uno the movie? Categorize that one, <laughs> jackass.
1: Yeah, what what which one is the the Sonic Adventure 2 fan dub <laughs> where Eggman pisses on the moon?
0: Yeah, like if you want there are so many things that can be considered a movie, like whatever. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um it's it is cool to like recycle old shit. I um I'm not going to talk about it too much on this podcast because I've been having fun like kind of keeping it to myself, but I'm developing mm-hmm. a sh- a series just kind of on my own time um for fun yeah and and
1: to to be clear like that's not leo just saying that i don't even know what this store what this like setup is about oh yeah Uh, i haven't
0: told like anybody i've posted like one picture of like one of the characters on instagram i think i've sent you like doodles that i've done but i think you
1: have like doodles and like character outlines but i have no clue how the characters like play off of one another or like what the world is like or like what the story is or like what the like just general idea is outside of it's gay and fun. Yeah, I, um... <laughs> Which is, like, basically what I start every pitch with.
0: Literally, like, the, why why would you make any other type of media? Um, exactly. But I'm not gonna get into, like, details, because, like, I don't know, I feel like I need something for myself that I will work on consistently, because we've talked about this, like, not on the show, but, like, we've talked about how, um, like... If you talk to people about what you want to do, it gives you that validation so you don't feel the need to work on it anymore. Um, so I'm trying to like avoid that. So I'm, I'm just like kind of keeping this one to myself and like hopefully I'll be able to do like a lot with it um, mm-hmm. because I'll be motivated long term. But anyway, um, and, and I will reveal one detail just because it's relevant to this conversation. Um, so I'm uh, the format is gonna be kind of like Star Trek, like Planet of the Week, sort of. Um, so that's really fun because I get to recycle old story ideas for like an episode and then, so it's, it's like I get closure. It's like I get closure for these stories that I wasn't really able to do anything with. I'll just incorporate them into this bigger project that I'm doing so I like have a realized story. It's a little nugget and then I can move on. Um, but I've been having a lot of fun developing, like, stuff for every, like, different setting. So I've been having a lot of fun opportunities to pull from, like, different influences and, like, think about uh, old stuff that I've done in the past and be like, oh, shit, what if I just, like, put them, like, this whole world in, like, an episode? Um, so yeah, that's, like, what you're doing now is also what I'm doing now. So I thought that that was Mm -hmm. very interesting and cool.
1: Um, Yeah. Um, also, like, just as a side note, I, I, I'm thinking more and more about, like, the different stuff that was gonna be included in that show, uh, and I, I'm kind of realizing, I kind of really wanna do an episode of, of Best Boys where we, like, uh, like, where I, I just, like, talk about, like, all the different weird ideas I had, cause, like, it was gonna get fucking wild, uh, I had so many, like, different ideas for, like... At one point, there was gonna be, like, a, um... You you know how, like, in comic books, there's, like, you know... In in DC, there's Earth-1 and Earth-2 and stuff. And on Earth-2, uh... Like, everything's just a little different and whatever.
0: I guess, yeah. I'm, like, familiar with that trope. Uh...
1: I was... I had an idea for that. But, like, on Earth-2, everything, like uh basically like technology just never like evolved i guess oh. so it's like kind of like everything's kind of like medieval times e and like one of the main characters in this universe is a vampire and like uh, there's pirates yeah. and like uh dragon wranglers and whatever and you it's literally, just like,
0: you literally just google search like what does a 13 year old boy think is cool and you just like put that into a planet Yeah, basically. (laughs) It sounds like a fucking rad planet, though.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, it was gonna be- I wanna be a
0: dragon wrangler.
1: Yeah, like, uh, um, Ash in that universe was gonna be, like, a dragon's rights activist or whatever. Because, like, the dragons keep being, like, you know, uh, hoarded as pets or, like, hunted for sport or whatever. So she just, like, fucking- you know, uh, she stands steals, dragons. She steals them away and like rides them off into the sunset. That's fucking to, like, cool, or whatever. And like her brother is a vampire who like, and her best friend and roommate is like a werewolf, and like uh, uh like uh, the the friend's like coworker is a pirate who's like
0: uh. But you said this was like medieval times.
1: It's, like, medieval, it's sort of, like, modern medieval times of just, like, every, like, different fantasy thing compiled into one world, basically.
0: Right, okay, so it's, like, you know, supposed to be, quote, modern day, but it's clearly, like, not Earth, and it's clearly, like...
1: Yeah, everyone lives, I I mean, it is Earth, but, like, every, like, there's still, like, North America, South America, whatever, but, like, you know... The, the streets are, like, paved with, like, cobblestone and whatever, yeah. and, like, everyone lives in a cottage, and, like, you know, a little peasant house, and whatever.
0: Uh... Where's Chainmail? I,
1: I think the idea of that Dies world was that... Uh... I think the idea of that world was that everything was the same, except that America didn't win the revolution. And because of that, vampires and dragons still exist. Which makes no sense no that's awesome no that
0: makes complete sense you're onto something here the only america winning the revolutionary war is the reason why we don't have fucking dragons anymore
1: where well, we don't have dragons vampires and like cool not we still have pirates but not like the cool fun pirates with like swords and beards and stuff <laughs> The only pirates we have are like people who upload we movies have, on so like Reddit and we don't people have, who like kidnap Tom Hanks. <laughs> what? We don't have Patchy. <laughs> yeah, we don't have Patchy and Potty the parrot. <laughs> um God. Thirteen was... year
0: old cool planet.
1: I also um
0: Planet Rad. <sighs>
1: I'm t- I'm torn on whether or not I should save this for like the the episode because I really just want to say it now because it's so funny um I may have listened to Hamilton a bit too much while I was like coming up with ideas for that show oh my god (laughs) and I may have had the idea for a mini series spinoff that was about Thomas Jefferson who was a superhero in the revolution and how Lafayette definitely like started to hate his guts because he's you know a slaver and whatever, and just like used his superpowers to like kill him or whatever.
0: <laughs> I'm all for like a slave owner getting killed, but I don't know if that's what you're saying. <laughs> I kind of lost I don't, the plot a little bit. I don't bit.
1: know. I'm have I'm ha- I was having difficulty following it like. As I was rereading that idea, because I definitely forgot that was the case, that I had that like weird, crazy idea of like Thomas Jefferson has fire powers.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> I think that was Thomas literally Jefferson. like he could just
1: like Thomas Jefferson has a fire on his hand and shoots fireballs at the Thomas <laughs> at Jefferson the English press troops. X
0: to access your spin move. <laughs>
1: It's it's me, Lafayette. Use the circle button to use your fire attack.
0: Lafayette is the <laughs> tutorial character in the American Revolutionary War.
1: God, we okay. So Leo and I <laughs> have had this like recurring bit in our personal lives, where whenever we do a character voice, mostly of like uh um. Uh, carl weezer and uncle iroh we just do like
0: it just devolves them... into a video game tutorial because we don't know what else to say like we
1: have nothing, yeah. so it's like
0: press y to jump
1: yeah so it just becomes Ah, oh, jimmy then you gotta you gotta fight the robot jimmy you gotta press the circle button to use your spin move <laughs> press the x button to jump and then while you're in the air, use the X button again to do
0: a double jump. And then whenever we do Carl, it always winds up turning into him, like, being really whiny and shitty. Like, <laughs> press the fucking jump on, you piece of shit? Why do Jimmy, I have to keep giving you these instructions? <laughs> Jimmy, you gotta jump! <laughs> Why are you lying there, Jimmy! <laughs>
1: How's going, Jimmy? You lost a life! If you lose all your lives, you get a game over! Don't you fucking die for Jimmy! So don't do it, you idiot!
0: (laughs) So, just for some background, it's just the worst. Yeah, it (laughs) sucks. It's the worst
1: bit, but I love it.
0: (laughs) How have we not done that with Kronk?
1: Ah, Kuzco, if you press the circle button, you can use your llama bite move. (laughs) Yeah, his llama bite move. (laughs) Ah, your llama bite move.
0: Why is Uh, llama bite move the title of the episode, and it's not the title of our um, Emperor's New Groove episode?
1: (laughs) Ah, Kuzco, don't use your llama bite move on me, I'm supposed to be teaching you how to use your attacks
0: i'm the tutorial character your best friend i'm the, Gronk.
1: Tu- I'm the tutorial character I, like, <laughs> like he literally like is the tutorial character in a game like in tack but i'm not i'm not i'm choosing to not do any of the tack tutorial stuff and i'm just doing cronk <laughs> <for my laughs> yeah krisko
0: use your spin move what is that like,
1: Hey, Kuzco, use your spin move. Uh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I have people use my spin move for me because I'm the emperor. Use your tail whip. <laughs> use your, yeah, use your tail whip. Hey, Kuzco, if you hit the jump button while you're in the air, you can do a double jump. And that can help you reach new heights. Uh uh, uh. ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible laugh. Why... Oh, okay, I thought you were doing the count from Sesame Street. Oh, no, yeah,
0: I, like, kind of choked you can, a bit. <laughs> it you can do a double jump.
1: Well. You can do a double jump if you press the jump button two times. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Elmo? Elmo, press the jump button twice to do a double jump. Ah, ah, ah.
0: Elmo says that's too high.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Elmo says I'm going to bed. No.
1: Let's just see Carl again
0: Elmo wants to go to bed (laughs) Elmo's running out of batteries
1: (laughs) Elmo wants to get cookies from Jimmy's mom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why is Carl posing as Elmo? (laughs) (laughs) Sneaking, I don't know
1: Hey, Cruz press the circle button to use your llama bite move. I use my llama bite move all the time. <laughs> I'm you
0: to use your llama bite move on Jimmy's mom.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I was going to make that joke, but I didn't want to, like, hear it be said out loud. <laughs> and then you did it for me. This episode is devolved into absolute, like, just... This episode is brought shit. to you by the Emperor's New Group. This episode brought to you by the two dumbest bitches in podcasting.
0: <laughs> Do you have more to add about your, um, stuff? We've been recording for about an hour fifteen.
1: Yeah, I, um... Honestly, I was expecting this to be more of, like, a, a workshop episode, but I had too much of a case of the sillies. Yeah, right. uh, So I kept going tangential, and also it was mostly me going on tangents and, like, talking about, like, w- tuning fork men and whatever and, like, llama bite moves. Uh... <laughs>
0: what if we made this a two-parter where I you... was thinking about
1: making this a two-parter, yeah.
0: We did this and then, um...
1: So this is, like, the, the... just, like, the pitch episode for, like, getting everyone on board with, like, the idea of Girlfrenemies existing. Yeah. And the next episode, we can come back and, uh like actually like come up with ideas for the show or not the show but the comic or whatever but like
0: sure yeah it can be like part one pitch part two workshop um Mm -hmm. and then in the workshop maybe you can prepare like a list of things that you noticed because you wanted to talk about things from the previous show um maybe if you had like a list prepared you can kind of compare and like,
1: oh yeah, have
0: stuff that you like. Have stuff ready that you want to like pitch that we can work on and see how we can like fit it into the new Ooh. world. Um, okay,
1: what if this was? Uh, what if this was a three parter? No god. Of, of the first, of the first part being the uh, the, the 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 idea of girlfriend of me's existing. The second part is all of the weird, c- crappy, weird, fun, interesting, but also dumb ideas I had for the previous show. And the third part being like the workshop for girlfriendemies and taking those weird, dumb ideas and turning them alchemy like into a good idea.
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense to set it up first. Um, we'll see. It, like, have the shit I'll, I'll be, have the obviously paired, and maybe we could do like part, like, we could do like half of the episode is you doing the thing, and then the other half is kind of going through them. Because, like, okay, yeah. um, I don't, I don't know how long it would take, necessarily, um,
1: mm-hmm. but yeah,
0: get the, get the stuff prepared first, and then we can go from there, um, yeah, but yeah, this could be, like, a multi-part thing, um, yeah,
1: this is gonna be, uh, a, a, a multifaceted, uh, like, uh, adventure series, what if, um,
0: what if the, um, what if, like, the,
1: what if it was a four-parter?
0: no what if it was like a one and then there was like a 0.5 and then we had a second like full episode like the 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 old like funky ideas we could do like a smaller like less um less formal episode um because it's gonna be kind of silly right like a, a
1: little yeah a little best boy
0: yeah like a a best boy there's only one but that doesn't or, work, no, no be... I don't want
1: that, because then it would just be me talking about, like, just saying, just, it would, honestly, like, uh, not, not, not to be too serious, but it, it would probably devolve into me, like, being, like, self-deprecating a little too much, and just being, like, if it was just me doing it, and just being like, hey, this is a dumb idea I had, I'm such a stupid idiot. <laughs> no,
0: I just meant that that title wouldn't make sense, <laughs> because there yeah, would be two of Yeah, because there's two us. of us. Um, yeah, I wasn't suggesting um, we, like, have one of us bail
1: um yeah uh but like best little boys no that's weird (sighs) bite-sized boys felt felt weird bite-sized boys is good
0: i'm so good at names i'm so fucking good at names like every time every time
1: so so since you're so good at names what do you think of Girlfriendemies? I think a name? it's kinda good, honestly.
0: I'm alright okay, with cool. it. I, I agree. I'm also not married to it, but I think it's pretty alright. I think it's a good name yeah. for a comic, maybe not for like a show.
1: I I agree with that. If I saw like Girlfriendemies on a shelf at like uh you know, the comic shop nearby or whatever, I would be like, oh hell yes. If I saw Girlfriend enemies on, like, you know, flipping through channels, uh, and I see it on, like, you know... Like the TV uh, Guide. Yeah, if, if I'm on, like, the TV Guide or whatever, and I see it coming up, like, next on, uh, I don't know, the Discovery Channel or something, I'm going to be like, oh, no, I'm good.
0: Yeah, I, don't wanna I, I girls- agree. I don't want I I to see girlfriends being enemies. There. I want to
1: see girlfriends being girlfriends. Yeah, right? Yeah, I'm not going to do that with, like... And also, because it's, uh, it would be a comic, you know, there would be, you know, a cover art, maybe, like, showing them, like, being happy and nice together or something. So you get the idea that they are girlfriends, but also they are enemies. For some reason. For, like, some reason, it probably has something to do with the fact that one of them is dressed in a superhero uniform or whatever. Yeah.
0: Um... So we're we're is this the is this the pitch episode? We'll do a funky bite-sized yeah. boy and then we'll have a second bite size part boy. and then we'll have a second part with a workshop.
1: Yeah. Um Well, cool. Did you know, like my little my little dude who announces bite-sized boy. What? Bite-sized boy.
0: It's me. Yeah, I'm Bite The Bite-Sized bite bite. Boy. I'm a bite-sized boy. It <laughs> sounds like a um, character from Teen Girl Squad. <laughs> I'm a bite sized boy! So and so!
1: What's her face? That ugly one! Featuring the bite sized boy! It's <laughs> just a Carl. Get out of here, Carl. Your bit's done.
0: Strong Bad is Carl Weezer. Confirm.
1: Oh no. <laughs> um. I was gonna say something before you, you got me distracted with the Teen Girl Squad reference. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh 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 i was trying to do like a much squat jr like kind of oh, thing yeah. with, uh, with bite-sized boy <laughs> a little a little baby justin voice yeah much squat jr a
0: baby justin mcelroy if you will
1: can i just say how much i've thought in the past like week because i've been re-listening to old Mop and bam episodes um can i just say how much in the past week i've been thinking God, I would kill for, like, a Munch Squad full podcast. Yeah, it would like, be really a, interesting. a full-length podcast that's just Munch Squad. Um, And I was like, I wonder if I could do that. No, that's definitely copyright infringement of some sort.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's definitely... If not
1: copyright, it's definitely chomping some flavors. It's definitely chomping some flavors, which is ultimately what Munch Squad's a fan, if you know what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> Munching some flavors that are... Badly promoted, bad (laughs) Bad and badly promoted.
1: Yeah, maybe not super craveable.
0: Man, I could munch some flavors right now.
1: I'm hungry. (laughs) God, hey, I really miss McDonald's. Oh my God, right. (laughs) I miss food. I I miss McDonald's so bad. I, I literally like the other night. I had a dream where I was in like a super mall, and in the mall it had two McDonald's, and one of the McDonald's was closing early and i ran in to get like the, the to get the uh, fries as quickly as i could but the fries weren't very good and salty so i had to run really fast to the other mcdonald's and i was so happy to see the other mcdonald's at the bottom of the escalator and be like yes you're still here hello please give me all of your fries i need them what please a, don't a, go away again. a stress mcdonald's dream that sucks that's this is what my life is now that i'm in quarantine (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is fellas um, you
0: miss places fellas you ever miss
1: places you know what actually um if i may i might actually do you mind if i drop a segment on you sure and then uh, uh, will that be it for today yeah cool just a, a quick little segment. I don't have, like, a, a, a fun, kitschy uh, intro theme like I usually do. Uh, because I literally came up with it, like, late last night. And the best I could come up with was, like, some sort of spy theme that was, like... You know, like a... Like a deedle-deedle on a some sort of, like, improvised spy tune.
0: like But a, every time... Like a like pink panther, s- but like a midi keyboard.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like with just me saying deedle deedle. But every time I tried to do it, it just sounded like the Munch Squad theme. But with instead of... Jugga jugga jugga, it turned into... Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything becomes um, the Munch Squad theme.
1: Everything becomes Munch Squad theme because I'm hungry. That's um, true, me too. Yeah. So, uh, this segment that does not have a theme currently uh is a lockdown activity book Ooh, that's fun because look for reasons we're not gonna get into this episode i don't think because one is it's the tail end of the episode and two we're all trying to have fun here yep um uh we're all in a bit of a way we're all having a bit of a time and it's not necessarily a very good time uh and there's important stuff happening in the world, obviously. Uh, on a on a completely unrelated note, uh, completely separate from anything we're talking about, uh, you know, just apropos of nothing. Hey, defund the police. Anyway. Yeah, God, um, fucking do that, please. Yeah. Um. Black Lives Matter. Anyway. Um. Support trans people. But anyway. Christ live uh, Support ap- trans people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. Um. But in any any event, um. Uh, we're all locked in our houses, and we're all having kind of a really bad time. So, uh, I posit that, uh, every, every, maybe not every episode, but at least, like, frequently enough, I wanna, like, for the remainder of quarantine, just throw out some, like, suggestions for, like, fun things that, like, you can do. Alright, yeah, that's cute, I like that because i've been certainly been trying to distract myself from the uh uh incoming sorrow and despair at the situation in the world um and right now the the steam summer sale is in full effect not sponsored uh i i said it like i like it was a, a joke but i'm really not sponsored we're not sponsored by by I fucking I
0: anywhere anybody <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're not sponsored by anybody yet. Uh, That could that could change in a heartbeat. Uh you know, send us an email. Maybe 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 that can change. Give us some money. Um give some sad trans people your money. Um
0: I'm an essential worker. I deserve it like a lot. Yeah.
1: I I'm just um broke. So give me I deserve it, I guess. You're a sad trans person. Yeah, I'm a sad trans person. Give me money because I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, duh. Um, so, uh, uh, I uh have some some games that I I can recommend and some fun things to do in those games. All right. Yeah. Uh, have let us recommend. let
0: us know some game things. Give us your game, game tips. Your hot gamer tips.
1: Some hot gamer tips. I've been playing a lot of Hitman, as I said earlier, uh, and that is exorbitantly fun it's it's so much fun leo have you ever played a hitman have i ever hit a man have you ever hit a man
0: yes but have you ever played hitman
1: have you not played hitman do you know like the idea of the hitman you are a hitman yes i assume yes so all of the levels in hitman are you're in a really crowded like the, for example the first level in hitman is you're at you're infiltrating a fashion show in paris oh cool and you have to and you have to kill the guy who's in charge of the fashion show and there's a bunch of different weird possible ways to do it uh like you can just run in and shoot him and run back out sure it's not recommended but you can feasibly do it uh in theory but that's not like the recommended you know path to walk you could you know, you, but you... should you mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, you could you know just like uh you, you you know you're you're encouraged to be stealthy because the main character 47 who is the the hit, the titular hitman uh he's a master of disguise and he blends in perfectly with his surroundings in spite of the fact that he's this big lumbering tall muscular, bald guy with a barcode tattooed into the back of his skull. And he, like, you know, is this weird asocial prick who doesn't answer any questions. A master of disguise. like, doesn't talk to anyone. And, like, he's just this big, bald, hulking white guy. And he's a master of disguise, and he blends in perfectly with his surroundings. And the game is very much in on the joke. Oh. Of, like... There's no way that he blends in, like, naturally. Like, um... The game is pretty obviously made on a pretty limited budget. Uh, because they very clearly only use, like, a couple of voice actors for the whole thing. So there's a lot of, like, you're in Morocco, and for some reason everyone has an American or English accent. Cool, cool. (laughs) Don't think too hard about it. Um, and there's definitely at one point someone in Morocco says, That's a load of rubbish. In an American accent, and it's like, "Ooh, man, you guys who made this game definitely don't know how Americans talk."
0: <laughs> or people from Morocco, apparently.
1: Yeah, because uh, no one is speaking whatever the language in Morocco is. They're all speaking English <laughs> for some reason. Uh, but either way, uh, uh, it's it's very fun and very silly. And there's a lot of, like, very goofy ways to just, like, kill these terrible, terrible men. because um, they're all, like, it, it's the ultimate, like, kind of power fantasy of just, like, hey, you know all those terrible douchebag millionaires that, like, everyone hates and are in the news all the time? What if, like, you could just, like, kill them? Oh. In a way that, like... What if you took them out? What if you took them out in a way that doesn't get you put on, like, a watch list? <laughs> you know, um, that
0: does sound very cathartic.
1: It's very cathartic, especially in these trying times. And it's, it's very fun and it's very silly. Um, like you can like, uh, like just throw a brick at like a millionaire. Uh, I was watching, uh, Penny Snapcube from snapcube.com, uh, do a live stream of, uh, Hitman 2. And you're at, like, a NASCAR, like, kind of situation in Miami. And, like, you can disguise yourself as, like, a flamingo mascot suit. Oh, fuck and yeah. And like, he's just, like, bulging she... out
0: of it and, like, ripping the fucking arms.
1: <laughs> he's not that muscular, but, like, there's just, really like, funny. a big, like, circle, like, an oval, like, you know, empty slot where his, like, face pops out. And he's just this surly-looking, bald, white guy. <laughs> like sticking out of this dopey looking flamingo suit it's very silly um and like as someone's walking down as someone's like walking down like the red carpet you know after running the winning the race she uh (laughs) she just has the uh 47 pick up like uh, a soda can and chuck it at her head (laughs) so she falls over onto the red carpet and as people start like shooting at him he just runs over and snaps her neck and runs jesus christ it's just like he throw a soda can to knock her onto the floor and then he just kill very in like the most passive way possible just like oh well i'm here by the way bye later <laughs> like i'm out of here it's very silly uh i've been playing a lot of sims 4 lately uh because we all need that social interaction right now uh and I uh, recently found an article on PC Gamer uh, that I was originally going to read uh, verbatim as the cold open, but then in rereading it earlier today, it's way too long for a cold open. <laughs> it's way too long to read on the podcast. Uh, it's very long. It's, the article is by Christopher Livingston, if you want to look it up. Uh, the article is on PC Gamer, and it's titled, I ruined Santa's life and career by gifting him diseased raccoons in The Sims 4 uh so you should do that
0: in the sims 4 is that what you're suggesting
1: yeah you feel free by all means like if you have the sims 4 season expansion just give santa or or father father winter as he's known in the game uh just a bunch of like sickly raccoons who won't stop peeing and chittering (laughs) everywhere uh just Give him, like, all of your, like, sick raccoons and ruin his life.
0: (laughs) Why do you have sick raccoons?
1: (laughs) Okay, so in the article, he says that, uh, he, uh, he, he tried to create a red panda panda by breeding a bunch of cats and raccoons with their own grandparents. Oh my god, what? (laughs) Which, which left him with six cuddly abominations of nature. They turned out cute enough. But I essentially now live with half a dozen filthy chittering multicolored raccoons that I don't know what to do with. Uh. Uh. Uh, blah 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 blah. Yawn. Anyway, uh, here a uh, uh, a man named Clement Frost is strolling through the neighborhood. Uh, he's obviously the the Sims version of Santa. Uh, I flirt with him. Perfect. Uh, I invite him to move in. Uh. <laughs> and so I leave him behind. Uh, it, it, will it ruin Christmas if I make Santa live in my tiny house with my garbage animals? <laughs> I'm willing to take that risk even if it's not the original question I set out to answer.
0: I will ruin uh, Christmas, I swear.
1: Yeah, um <laughs> It's very very silly you can do like all sorts of weird garbage in the sims 4 oh yeah uh in the vein of dating and moving in with santa claus and eventually breaking up with him and leaving him in your stinky pee filled house (laughs) with all of your stinky mean raccoons
0: (laughs) raccoons that
1: are sick and and angry move moving out and getting a better apartment somewhere else away from santa and his raccoons.
0: His raccoons that you forced upon him. <laughs> He's like ho ho ho! I don't want these damn things. And
1: if if you if you do this, you will have you will be given given another Santa in in lieu of this guy, because he is no longer allowed to be Santa. He is
0: no longer fit for the role.
1: <laughs> Much like the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen. Um. um i have a there was another activity oh oh yeah i have an activity
0: there's um i actually did one of these but there's um i was inspired by a bunch of different artists that i followed on different social media and like um there's obviously like if you want to get into art but like aren't you know i guess an artist in like simplest terms um people like to color Um, so like, obviously you can color in coloring books and stuff, but if there's an artist that you like on the internet, sometimes, um, like lately, especially for quarantine, Mm. a lot of them are making like coloring books and stuff. And they're like releasing, um, art of theirs that you can like print out and color or like, um, download as like a transparent, um, PNG and then color it digitally. I did one of these like a bit ago when, like back in March when the, um, uh, quarantine first was like a thing. Um, but if you want like things to color and have artists that you like, m- maybe keep an eye out for stuff like that because I, 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 that's what gave me the idea and I thought that it would be fun. So yeah, that's a fun little. activity.
1: Yeah. Um, also, I bought this game a very long time ago and forgot about it until I just saw it in my library on Steam. Uh, Thrillville off the Rails is uh, a it, it's a roller coaster tycoon kind of thing. Except that you can, like, it's also, like, a third-person RPG kind of thing, so you could just walk around the park. Oh, that's cool. It's not just, like, a big top-down thing. So you can ride the rides and stuff that you make. Oh, fuck yeah, that's um, awesome. It's $10 on Steam. Um, it's pretty, like, straightforward. I want uh, Coaster
0: it, Planet.
1: Yeah, it's, it's very silly and fun, and, like, you can make some really... You can make some really good roller coasters, and you can also make some really garbage roller coasters. Um, And, like, all sorts of different rides and, like, uh, bathrooms. uh, Like, you could, like, put it up different, like, bathrooms and, like, uh, food stalls and whatever. Uh, It's very customizable and really fun. That's cool. Uh, uh, Yeah, I'd love
0: to build me some fake roller coasters. That sounds cool.
1: Yeah, God. Um... There's a lot of other stuff. Uh, I all the most of the Lego games are on sale, uh, and if you know me, you know I love Lego games. Um, recently, I have uh, again a hundred percented Lego DC Super Villains. You replayed uh, it, yeah, nice. and a hundred percented again. Uh, I don't fully recommend a hundred percenting Lego games unless you uh, one have nothing else to do and two uh want to catch up on some podcasts and stuff uh because i feel like those games are best these games are best to play on mute with like while you're doing something else kind of oh
0: that's kind of nice yeah it's kind of mindless while you like
1: yeah not as an insult to the voice actors or writers or anything like that uh it's just like especially after beating like the main story like they're it really is just like running around as like a batman and like the condiment king and whatever and just you know unlocking different other all the different other characters and like uh you know uh finishing up like races and stuff and like uh you know collecting all the gold bricks
0: yeah like to a point like you've already gotten the story and you've heard the performances like at that point you're just doing the shit over again so it's just repetitive uh lego
1: dc villains is really good because it has uh a lot of cast members from the original like animated series coming back mark hamill is the joker uh who's always great tara strong is Har- harley quinn uh kevin Conroy is batman uh really really good cast going on there that's awesome but uh, it's mark I al- hamill. yeah i also got uh lego the incredibles in the sale uh which i think is uh um I think it's down to like ten or twenty dollars. I, I can't remember for sure. It's usually like forty, uh, oh, like wow. new. So yeah, because it's it's still like relatively new. Um, that game's really fun because it has like a bunch of other, uh, characters from the extended Incredibles lore. So like, uh, Gazer Beam is a is a playable character. Yeah. Even though we I never, never have... see him in action in the movie because he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. And super a skeleton. Dead. He's dead in a skeleton in a cave. He's not in the game. Uh, He's not dead in a skeleton in the cave in the game. Uh, He's still alive for some reason because it's a children's game and they need to kidify it a bit. Which is disappointing, but, like, whatever. Uh, It's just a dumb, fun, distraction, you know, kind of game. Um, Lego Jurassic World, you can customize dinosaurs and make your own, like, Uh, different dinosaurs to play as which is fun that's
0: cool i want a Um, pterodactylsaurus
1: yeah (laughs) there's a lot of like uh just silly weird stuff that you can do with these all the lego games that are really good uh i always recommend gary's mod uh it's it's probably on sale right now let me let me actually double check that yeah it's on sale for five bucks um nice so it's yeah, it's usually ten, but now it's five. Uh, it's very cheap, and it's very like uh um. What what's the word? It, it, there's just a lot you can do with it. Customizable. Like, it, customizable, I suppose. Yeah, there there's um rudimentary maybe. No, but like uh, there's a lot of different things you can play in it. Uh, I've been playing a lot of prop hunt with my friends lately. Uh, like, long distance. I've been also playing a lot of uh, Trouble in Terrorist Town, which is a hidden role game where, uh, one person, where everyone is a, a, a terrorist, which hasn't aged super well yeah, as a title. Yeah, yeah. But, like, just kind of ignore that part. Uh, and one person is the traitor, and you have to figure out, like, who the traitor is, uh, as they pick you off one by one. It's very fun, especially if you, like, role play it. As like the traitor and whatever, um, there, there's a lot of like, and also like uh you know with all the user you know uh, you know generated content stuff and like different skins and player models and NPCs and whatever. Oh yeah, there's you can a ton play of as.
0: shit that you can import into Gary's mod.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah, like, uh, not not just like from like other you know source engine games like uh you know. I was gonna say fallout but that's definitely not the case uh uh half life uh and portal and uh team Fortress and whatever but also just like stuff like i could play you could play a shaggy yeah like there's just, a shaggy, shaggy player you. model in the workshop uh and there's like uh a Gwenpool model that I really like um there's uh there there's there's just so much stuff and it's just like so. Like, it could be anything you want to make of it, and that's very fun and, like, cool to me. I really enjoy games like that that are just, like, they are what you make of the game. Um, It's almost
0: like you make it yourself as you play it.
1: Yeah, uh, that's another reason I really like Hitman, is because because 47 is such a blank slate of a character that, like, he literally doesn't even have a name outside of 47. Yeah. Uh, That, like, you can just kind of impose whatever like personality you want to put on him kind of uh so if you you know uh want to make him this like goofy idiot then like you definitely can play him as a goofy idiot or you can play him as like you know this very straightforward hitman you know very grouchy and serious very grouchy and serious and surly um also as an unrelated note i have a really hard time like with hitman's accent because like um, I I know the ac- the voice actor for Hitman is uh, South African. Oh all right. But but 47's voice isn't isn't a South African accent, and it's almost like a Brooklyn. Oh, is Kind it? of accent. Kind of. Well, it's 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 hard to place. It's kind of a New Yorker. It sounds like, um, it sounds like somewhere between uh a uh a south african person doing a new yorker accent and an english person doing a very broad american accent it's like the
0: catch all american accent
1: yeah like uh house from house yeah. <laughs> or or benedict Cumberbatch in anything where he plays an american god of just like hello <laughs> hello it, it is, is me, me benedict american. Cumberbatch. <laughs> I am American from America, and I like cheeseburgers.
0: I like to eat chili dogs, like Sonic the Hedgehog.
1: Who is my lord and savior, it's because Benedict, I'm American.
0: Benedict Cumberbatch,
1: ultimate American. <laughs> but yeah, like, um, it's, it's somewhere between those two accents, and that makes for a very, like, kind of interesting, like, what kind of a guy is this exactly yeah, who are you yeah like what is your deal exactly he's an american um,
0: from america duh
1: he's an american from america or he's a new yorker from south africa or he's uh, a south african from new york or he's Or, or he's I have just no British. <laughs> what he's just
0: british and he just has an accent that nobody can place <laughs>
1: Yeah, he's just difficult to play his accent. Maybe that's what makes him such a, a master of disguise is that everyone listens to him and is like, Where are you from? What's what's your deal? <laughs> like Like I have no clue like where you're from, if you're from anywhere. So I guess you're probably one of us. Alright, sure. <laughs> um but yeah, that's that's uh we're, you know, running short on time. Uh so that's a gold I, I, I mine think of that, games what I think it's a
0: gold mine of
1: games yeah um also and
0: also you need to check out the uh bundle for racial justice uh from itch.io if anybody bought that it was like yes. five bucks for like a fucking ton of games um i definitely picked that up when it was available it is no longer available as of recording this unfortunately um but i picked it up along with some of my friends And, uh, if you were able to grab that, you should definitely, like, check it out, because there's a ton of shit in there that's, like, really, really cool. Um, there's even, like, game assets and, like, music that you can just, like, use for free and stuff like that. It's very cool. Um, definitely will be taking advantage of some of that. But, yeah, check out the Itch.io game bundle as well, if any of y'all, like, downloaded it. Or, um, I think... I think Itch.io has a sale going on right
1: now as well, but I'm not entirely sure what games are going to be on it. Um,
0: but, yeah, check them mm-hmm. out as
1: well. Um, and also, for Steam, just as a, a little little uh, tip between you and me, uh, there's currently a deal uh, where uh, if you buy, uh, if you spend uh, 30 or more dollars, uh, it discounts it like $5 off. Steam? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Really? So like if you buy your games in bulk?
1: Yeah, so uh, it, it's incentivizing you to buy your games in bulk. Which if you don't have the great hardware, maybe not recommended. Uh, in the case of me, it's definitely not recommended. Uh. Uh, but I did buy my games in bulk anyway and just like not installed any of them. So I haven't played Sunset Overdrive yet, uh, which I, I've been meaning to get to for a while now. Um, I haven't played lego the incredibles on the pc yet but i have played it on ps4 and it's fun um so definitely like uh uh but i've been playing a lot of hitman and hitman's really good aside from the fact that it takes up a lot of space on my computer
0: oh no it takes up your a entire hard drive
1: it's a literally a 64 gigabyte game jesus
0: christ
1: it's massive uh, um it's a very big game and it does not need to be that big and also there are some things this is off topic and we could probably cut this for time uh but there's some stuff about like the uh the fact that it's always online i don't like um
0: oh is it yeah that
1: sucks it's it's trying to promote it itself as a games as a service which makes no sense oh i hate that like you, you know what games of game as a service? Is, yeah, like a right? subscription. Yeah, like uh, like like uh, like last year when they had Marshmallow do a Fortnite concert. Like just to like incentivize players to keep playing the game because who knows if new stuff will come out? Yeah, but that doesn't really make sense for a game like Hitman, which is literally like a single-player action game.
0: That's a good point. Like, what is the point? It makes. What's the point of having it was a bunch originally, of people
1: online? It was originally released episodically, so a new like chapter of the game or a new level would be released like each month or so. Um, but that's not the case anymore because now everything's going behind Hitman Two and the upcoming Hitman Three. Um, there's also like uh, leaderboards, but that's not necessary necessarily yeah it's not That's, necessary it's not, yeah it's not necessary i was having a hard time saying that uh yeah uh like an ed ed and yeah um but uh and, and also there's like a secret like downloadable contact content like extra levels and missions that you can take up that like will go away after a certain amount of time or whatever so is a limited amount of time for you to play these specific missions and levels which is very like a uh, Fortnite buy this, you know, dance because it may go away forever. Yeah. Games like this for like, you know, current generation, they're not gonna last forever. Because like, you know, that that Nintendo uh Wi-Fi connection and whatever for the Wii and stuff, that's gone. So like any game that needs to be online all the time for the Wii is not gonna work anymore yeah like the games become and it's only a matter of time before the the playstation 4 and xbox one and whatever have the same fate
0: yeah like the the games become obsolete as the consoles progress and that's why um sasha and tyler have been talking a lot about like game preservation and like restoration mm -hmm. as like a way of preserving art um
1: and and we've we've talked about this a bit we've touched on this a bit on uh deep dive um about the idea of like game preservation and why uh emulating is good actually yeah it's fucking
0: cool as hell that we have access to this shit that would just be like rotting on a hard drive somewhere at nintendo headquarters
1: but uh, but also with games as a system like like hitman where the game has to be online all the time if you don't have it online all the time uh you're never gonna level up
0: so you can't progress the game at all
1: you can, like, you can still, like, if you complete a mission, like, you could still go on to the next mission and so on and so forth. But, like, um... Your skills won't change? Uh, so, it, it, the more times you kill and, like, explore and, like, try new ways of killing your, you know, targets and whatever in and Hitman, you unlock new things. So you can start the mission in a different location, in a different disguise, with different weapons and stuff. Um, so you can try a a different route and, like, keep experimenting with different routes and different, uh, attempts and, like, different, uh, skill sets and stuff. If you aren't playing the game online, you don't level up, so you don't get those new skills and abilities and whatever to, like, try and progress the game in new, different ways. I see, okay. So it really limits players... It punishes players who don't have a good internet connection or don't have an internet connection at all yeah uh and it's that's really sketchy to me and the game didn't sell very well apparently or at least well enough for square enix's uh likes so they sold off uh the developer and the brand to like an independent uh publisher i think um which all seems very sketchy. Apparently, that's l- it's less of a problem in Hitman 2 and 3. But it is still, like, kind of an issue. Because the games are connected so much. Yeah,
0: You're missing, like, um, an entire chunk of the story if you can't play the first one.
1: But also the fact that, like, uh, if you have Hitman 1 and 2 installed, like, it basically becomes one game. Because, like, you can, like, from the selection menu in, like, Hitman 1 you can, you know, select any of the missions from Hitman 1 or you can just click on Hitman 2 in the menu of Hitman 1 and see all of the missions in Hitman 2 that you can now play in Hitman 1 because it's the same engine. I don't know, it's very confusing and weird. Yeah,
0: I have no idea. Um
1: but like I don't know, it, it's very I don't I don't trust like that. I don't I don't like that whole situation and uh I'm glad Square Enix isn't in charge of the games anymore because it seems like that was really their idea to push for the game-as-a-service kind of idea.
0: I hate that idea but, so much. Just fucking yeah, make me a fully too. realized game and release it. It's not that hard.
1: Yeah, like, a game with DLC, like, you don't need to have the game all the time installed constantly in order to, like get new stuff like you don't need to have smash brothers loaded up on your uh on your switch constantly in order to get the new dlc
0: that's true Yeah. you know
1: in like the event that like oh min min is only gonna be around for a short time so get it while you can if you if you miss it you know you're never gonna play as min min in in smash ultimate like that seems very sketchy to me
0: yeah i'm not a fan of that shit it also, like, punishes people that just, like, don't fucking play games that often. Like, people have yeah, jobs like I have and a... school and families and hobbies that aren't video games. Like, you shouldn't be punished for not playing a game every fucking day.
1: Yeah, like, I've been absentmindedly mindedly playing, you know, these games for, you know, uh, a few days now. But, like, I do have a life outside of them. I do do other things that aren't play Hitman uh, and The Sims 4 and whatever. And the idea of, like hey uh you need to have it on all the time otherwise we're gonna be mad at you and punish you or whatever it is like very strange and like kind of hostile in a way it's It's that weird kind of like passively hostile like company to uh consumer like kind of like i don't know Behave like people are trying to be like you. capitalism is good actually and then shit like this happens and i'm like how can you like think yeah that? no i agree it's, no
0: it's definitely just another instance of capitalism cre- like killing creativity and like people's enjoyment of their hobbies
1: anyway on that note uh that was our lockdown activity book for this yeah week. right uh,
0: <laughs> critiquing capitalism but also like play some video games you've earned it <laughs>
1: Play some video games. You've earned it. Uh, watch B-Mask on YouTube. He's got some really good video essays. I really like his stuff. Um. Uh, um other thing I was going to say. Where can we find you, Jesse? Uh, well, I here's the thing. Um, oh, you
0: deleted Twitter.
1: I do. I, my Twitter's still there. You can still follow me on Twitter at uh, jdanny626, J-D-A-N-N. I sixty six. Like the stitch number. Um but I deleted the Twitter app because I was just so tired of seeing all the all the discourse. I literally like muted words and phrases just so I wouldn't have to see discourse around them anymore. Oh, yeah. I deleted the Twitter app
0: I'm definitely distancing myself from Twitter. I like hid it in my apps, so like I wanna stay informed to some extent it. and I'll like look at it in the morning sometimes. But I will definitely, like, I think after after a certain point in the day, I'll just, like, not look at it anymore. Um, so I'm trying to, like, discipline myself to not use it so much anymore. But I haven't gotten to the point of, like, deleting the app yet.
1: Yeah, I definitely deleted the app. You can still follow me on there. The The app is still, uh, at, le- at least I'm still up on there. Um. But, like, if you don't, Uh, if you like uh want to follow me on like an actual um like social media platform that i you know actually am still using uh but also not very actively uh i'm on instagram also at jdanny626 uh you can also find me on twitch at jdanny626 uh that's again that's J D A N -N 626
0: um, I'm on Twitter still, but like it's mostly like political stuff. It's my my Twitter has become oh, like too. pretty serious. Um, it's uh, gouache boy still g o u a c h e underscore boy, uh, and my art Instagram is g boydles g period b o y d l e s, um, and I've also not been as super busy on my Instagram, so everybody's taking a break, I guess. But that's okay. It's healthy. Yeah.
1: It's yeah, healthy to be everyone... not
0: plugged in all the time. I truly believe that.
1: Yeah, everyone's taking a much-needed break. Um, and uh, we have some stuff in the can uh, for, like, ideas and uh, just fun things to do in the near future, especially now that we have a, a working PC between yeah, us. Yeah,
0: God, my computer kicks ass, and I'm so excited to do a bunch of shit with it. So, yeah, uh, keep Thank an eye God. It'll be very fun to, like, explore um, all of our new options.
1: Yeah. So uh get ready for uh some games and videos and streams uh in the future. Uh if you uh, want to check out our streams in the future, yeah. uh you can follow me again on Twitch at jdanny66. Um I don't have a Twitch. Uh, you don't have a Twitch. I've had no okay. I
0: had no reason to make a Twitch, but I should have a Twitch at some point. In in the future at some point. Yeah.
1: You can use mine until then. Yeah,
0: I figured whenever we did videos, we'd just use your Twitch. Um,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But yeah, thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Best Boys. And we will continue down this rabbit hole of Jesse's creativity in, like, you know, a couple more videos or a couple more episodes.
1: Can I be honest? I legitimately forgot that that was the premise of the episode because we were in lockdown activity book for so long <laughs> that I forgot that this episode was supposed was originally about. You really, uh, you really uh, went off and talked friends. about a bunch of
0: video games.
1: <laughs> I we really went off and talked about Hitman and like games as a service.
0: God, I hate capitalism. Games as a service is a bad games. idea.
1: Capitalism sucks.
0: Capitalism in video games is a bad mix. As is capitalism in anything. Also, Mm -hmm. you know, defund the police. Black lives matter. Support trans people.
1: Um, Yeah, protect trans kids. Uh,
0: Sign some petitions. Donate to some charities. Get off your ass. Do something. Like, please Mm -hmm. get involved. Yeah,
1: and also, um, I I hate that I I made the joke in our last Best Boys episode of Best Boys proper. Uh, that's not really a joke, but like, I. Stay inside. Yeah, fucking stay for inside. Sakes.
0: Stay inside. Wear a mask.
1: God Almighty, if you can manage to stay inside, do it. If you're not doing it, you're making it way worse for everyone else who is continuing to have to stay inside.
0: My friend our our friend on our in our server um has been like inside social distancing because of health related issues since January, like yeah, this is not like this is this is bad for 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 people who aren't necessarily like people who are like quote healthy, but like there are people that are like, you know, disabled in like whatever way, or they have like health complications, and they've had to like, be distant and stay home or whatever for far longer, and it's getting even worse. So like, yeah, fucking wear a mask at the very fucking least. Um,
1: yeah, and like I'm uh without going too much into it like my parents and I that I'm living with like we're all high risk in this house and if I can be gross for a second um yo I really gotta get laid and the longer y'all chuckle fucks make Ah. us stay inside the like longer it's gonna be until I can like have that fix (laughs) this problem yeah so, the longer you make us stay inside, the angrier and hornier I'm gonna get. And you don't want that. <laughs> and you don't want me to get angry and hornier. So, for God's sakes, stay inside. Yeah, stay inside. If you can manage it. If you have to go out, if you absolutely must, put on a mask. It doesn't lower your breathing. I don't know who, what idiot started that. Who
0: said that? Who doctors? Wear I don't know. Them so much. And they're fine. Whoever said,
1: whoever said like, oh, well, if you wear a mask too much, it's hard to breathe. You're an idiot. And I hope that you like a a trip on like a slinky or something. Literally,
0: I unload a truck by myself like every Saturday wearing a mask for like 45 minutes. It's really not that big of a deal. You can wear one to Kroger for like 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, I, I had breathing problems for a lot of my childhood and I do fine with a mask. It's really fun. I can do it. You fucking can too.
0: And also like there's cute ones. Grow up. Like in, yeah, like, in a just fashion. Just buy a statement. cute
1: Just buy a cute one or even make a cute one. Like my mom made me a, a, a cute uh lavender uh mask that I've been wearing a lot, and it's very it, it's very nice. It gets the job done it's it's pretty it's a pretty color there are
0: even places like there's a there's a cafe kind of down the street from where i live that has um they like have places where artists can sell like their their wares locally they just have like the place posted up in the cafe um but there's somebody's like selling masks that they made um and one of my friends got one and they're like really cute and like it's like a jellyfish pattern and i'm sure that they've got like a ton of other cute patterns like you can support local businesses, too. Like, just fucking get a mask and wear it. Holy shit.
1: Get a mask and wear it.
0: Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Best Boys, and we will see you next time.
1: And remember... All of that. No, that's it. Just And remember. All right. Remember, remember things. It's easy to forget things. So remember them. (laughs) So remember them, you idiot. It's a message to myself. (laughs) Because I forget things very easily.
0: I'm going to stop recording.
1: Me too.